I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This is Internet Marketing on Friday, the 20th of October. And today we're looking at e-learning. Hello, Mr. Richard Middleton. Good afternoon. And today we're talking. We're t- today we're talking about e-learning, aren't we? We are indeed. Yes, and its relevance to internet marketing. So let's start off with a, a definition then of e-learning. E-learning is pe- a lot of people think they know what e-learning is, and it's usually not very complimentary. Um, people are kind of re- think about it as being large amounts of text on screen, um, books online. Um, may have sat, sat through some dull systems training at some point. Um, but in its wider sense, e-learning really is about transferring information, attitudes, behaviours, skills, beliefs, pretty much anything from one person or an organisation to somebody who just simply doesn't have those things. So it, in learning, as e-learning, as with any kind of learning, is simply about transferring those kinds of things from one person to the next. Um, the e-bit is simply that it's online or it's on a CD-ROM. Uh, some kind of you know e-thing has been has got in the way between the two, um, but E-learning, you know, is, a, is an evolving medium. So nobody's quite sure what it is now. They know what it was ten years ago, but you know, new possibilities come up all the time. Okay, so basically, it's the it's, it's the transferring of, of valuable information. Yeah, yeah, uh, via the internet or some sort of e. Absolutely, the, the more valuable, the better. Really, um, e-learning people are come from usually come from a training background. Um, and are very much about content and message and meaning and all the, all those good things. Okay, so let's that's interesting because let's have a look how this then relates to internet marketing. Um, at first sight, probably the two are about as far apart as you can get. You know, most I think mm. most learning people's idea of marketing is it's kind of you know uh, about selling, it's about marketing, it's about products, about services, um, and. You know, advertising, the kind of the opposite about what learning's about, which is kind of in-depth, detailed content, etc., etc. Um, but I think, you know, there is a lot of similarity between the two, and there are a lot of blurred edges. Uh, marketing is, you know, it's about getting a message out to people, and it's about teaching them about your product or service. And really, that's what learning is about. I mean, that, that is a, a learning process for people. It's, it's finding out about your product, finding out about your service, getting involved, getting excited about it. Those are all... You know that that's all a learning process, um, and yeah. you know that that's where the marketing and the learning really start to come together. So, what are the sort of uh, you've talked? You, I suppose you've touched on the similarities there between internet marketing and e-learning. In in that they are both forms of um, sort of the communication of information from one party to another. What about the differences? Um, the difference, I think, is 
it's often perceptual. Um, you know, people have ideas about e-learning and, and they often think about huge, long 300-hour courses or 30-hour courses or three-hour courses. And it's very much about depth and detail. You know, it's, it's about e-learning content. And you may do a, you know, obviously you might do an MA for, for two years or three years. And that's often people's idea about learning. Um, but obviously in the media age we live in, learning is, is happening more, you know, more, more and more quickly. Um, and you know, soundbite learning, um, people want to get across messages very quickly, people want to pick up learning very quickly. The whole sort of just-in-time learning where, you know, what can I absorb in five minutes really has become a much more important um, facet mm. of people's lives. And that's where, where if you look at marketing, which is about, you know, fast communication, it's about really kind of calling calls to action that happen very quickly. You know, that's, a, again, the, the, the lines start to blur there between what is marketing and what is actually yeah. learning. Well, it's interesting you say that because from, I mean, from, from my perspective as a, as, a, as a podcast producer, if you look at podcasts, I mean, I, I myself started listening to podcasts um, several months ago. Really, my main motive was, was, was learning. I wanted to learn stuff on the move. I wanted to learn stuff in dead time. And one thing that I realized quite quickly is, 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 is that there really is a very blurred edge sometimes between learning something from someone and then marketing to you because what I found is is I was so impressed with the free information I was getting from these people that I found myself going to their websites, uh, inquiring about what else they can do, thinking about them in the first place as soon as I, I needed a product or service that was anything similar to what they provided. So you're right, there's, there's a real kind of blurred line between sort of e-learning or, or learning stuff through the e-mechanism and, and marketing. Yeah, I, I think absolutely right. I think, you know, learning, knowledge, all those things are valuable com commodities. And if a company, an organization can can provide its customer base, potential customer base with, with a reward, with a value, and that value might be yeah. learning, then, yeah. you know, you, you're going to get buy-in. You're going to get a, a you know, you, you are going to make you the service provider or the product provider the first thought on that on that person's yes. mind and that is absolute that's absolutely doing marketing it's also in lots of ways much more subtle than a lot of marketing it's not as obvious that you're being sold to but in fact in some absolutely. ways it does have a much greater impact you know the, the more well, absolutely you know yeah. the, the good things about e-learning in terms of its depth uh, the, the the level of detail the you know the, the emotional buy-in to a lot, a lot of material storytelling and narrative and so and so on those are the kinds of things that actually you can't achieve in a very short marketing or in a short, short advertising or through, just through a website. So, you know, you can get a much more powerful effect through e-learning than perhaps you could through traditional marketing. Absolutely, yeah. Now, you mentioned something quite interesting earlier because you mentioned that a lot of people view e-marketing with a bit of disdain. I forget your exact words. So, I mean, is e-marketing seen as a, a bit boring? Uh, e-learning. Sorry, e-learning. E-learning or e-marketing. My mistake. <laughs> is it seen as a bit boring? Um, I think. I think learning. I mean, I, I've been. I've been in the industry for quite a number of years, in the e-learning industry for quite a number of years now, and you know, I have a lot of conversations with clients, and there is no doubt that most clients find or know that the act of learning is not something that excites people. Um, you know, for mm. better or for worse. You know, people come from a, a, an educational background where. You know, a lot of schools, particularly secondary schools, perhaps aren't very exciting. They're used to going on, on, on training courses that, okay, they enjoy being with the people they're with, but perhaps the content isn't that exciting. Um, and people don't mm. associate learning with having a good time or having, you know, having an inspiring time. Um, and, you know, I think in that sense, e-learning is something that, that it automatically turns people off. 
Now, in, in, in response to that, obviously, you know, e-learning has grown up a lot over the last couple of years, few years perhaps, where it is taking on the need to be more entertaining, to be more engaging, to interact with, 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 our, with our learners much more. Um, and it is stealing mm. a march from um, the other media. So TV, from advertising, um, you know, from, from the internet, um, from audio plays, from you know, all the, the, the vast diversity of media. Um, e-learning is looking at those things, saying, you know, what is it that people like? What is it people enjoy? And then using yeah. those media, using those platforms to embed the kind of messages that, you know, e-learning is about. So I think we're moving yeah. beyond the stage where e-learning is just about, you know, here are some facts, you know, read through them to, to an area which is much more about engaging people emotionally, you know, using the kind of media techniques that, that the other media use, but, but embedding a core message within that. You know, really getting the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. So, so literally, what even being entertaining. Absolutely, I think you know, entertainment yeah. learning is is absolutely key. Um, you know, more and more, uh, we do what we call hearts and minds material to to kick off a project mm. to to introduce somebody to a subject. And hearts and minds material really is about you know grabbing somebody by the throat and saying you know that actually this is this actually is an interesting subject. And you know, all adult learning is about relevance. It's about why is this? Why do I need to know this? How am I going to use this in my real life? And that's exactly what marketing and selling is about. It's about telling or showing people, introducing people to a product or service that they need. And once you've done that, then they're much more likely to want to work with you. And that really is what learning is about. It's about you know, selling your idea, selling your behavior, selling your attitude in such a way that the learner is going to say, yes, I, I, I really need to know this and I really need to use it in my life. Okay, so in your experience, Richard, I mean, how are people using e-learning as part of their marketing campaign? Certainly in the last few years, there's been a shift from e-learning from, uh, internally from being just about information to being internal marketing itself. So uh, more and more we see organizations marketing ideas and attitudes and behaviors to their own employees. You know, we want you to behave like this because we will be- become more profitable. Therefore, we need to really sell the benefits of behaving in that way. And increasingly, you can, you can begin to see companies also realizing that that kind of approach also works for external uh, marketing as well. So, for example, mobile phone companies have realized the value of showing uh, their, their client base how to use their, how to use their products. Uh, in fact, all, you know, all sorts of different merchandise, all sorts of different kind of um, uh, products. If you show the, the client base how to use those and how to use them effectively and how to get the best out of them, then you're going to get that buy-in. So the kinds of... Um, marketing things we were seeing internally in, in companies are now beginning to use externally as a way of getting that um, customer loyalty. Now I'm very interested um, actually, I've got, I've got another good sort of question is what technologies are involved but before I come on to that there was one thing I wanted to just sort of get out in the open, are there any issues that you know about with this approach to marketing? Any potential issues? The, the issues are very much about the difference between marketing people and learning people. Learning people tend to be very uh, precious, I guess, about mm. about learning, about it being good learning, about it being quality learning, about really getting that learning message across. And that's really what they're about. They're coming from a training background in, in general. Marketing people really are much more about we want to market our product, we want to we want to sell our product, we want to you know that's that's the job. And of course, as you can imagine you kind of got a perhaps a more business orientated approach against a more you know learningy. Type, type of approach. So putting the two together can cause, you know, some issues because you really need, mm. I mean, in my role here at Academy Internet in terms of internet marketing, I'm a creative director who has, 
you know, influence on both sides in terms of the e-learning and in the marketing side. I, you know, my, my, my role is to use my creativity to, to help both sides of the company operate as best as we can. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's really what you, you, what you need is, is a creative input into, the, into those kinds of areas, the marketing and the e-learning, to say, okay, what's the purpose of this product? What are we trying to achieve with it? And how can we best do that? You know, how can we satisfy the marketing people, for example, and satisfy the learning people so that, you know, you can't do, if you're going to do e-use e-learning for marketing purposes, you can't just be marketing e entirely, otherwise it won't have the, co- the content, the depth that the customers need, but it can't also be just about learning because it won't have the appeal, it won't have the approach that the marketing people need. So it does have to be a meeting of minds. And in fact, you know, a creative director, a good creative force should, should engineer and should manufacture that, that synergy. Okay. So let's come on to the technologies then. I mean, we, we know about podcasting, which is a, a relatively new media. What, what other medias are being used for this sort of approach? Um, pretty much the same, uh, the same technologies that are used, being, being used for the internet, to be honest. The, you know, a lot of e-learning is actually delivered via the internet or intranets. Um, and on all that came from a CD-ROM background back in the 80s, where you, know, you were putting together huge packages full of video and so on. And in fact, that has become increasingly possible the use of broadband. You know, over the last five years, e-learning really has had to embrace the 56k modem um, and the flash technologies and the html technologies so the technologies that we use in e-learning are, are very much the same as the kind of technologies that that are already used in terms of web develop, web development and web design and so on um, perhaps the only difference is, is that it because e-learning courses tend to be um, you know, longer than your usual website there are you know development tools that we use to to develop you know a number of pages in a you know, templated technologies and so on um, but but the underlying yeah. technologies, you know, many many e-learning courses just just developed entirely in Flash, for example. So the technologies yeah. are no different. It really is the thinking behind them that actually is is, is slightly different. Um, but nothing that a good marketing manager couldn't sit down and say, right, what are we going to do here? What do we want our um, customer base to do as a consequence of looking at this this tool um, and and planning a product around it? I think it goes back to what we were saying about um, you know if you're going to create an e-learning product for marketing. E-learning in itself yeah. is uh, a t- can be a time-consuming process because of the content. You know, it's not something that you can just knock together with a bit of graphics, guys, and, and away you go. It is something that really, mm. in order to be valuable to the to the client, it needs to say valuable things to them. It needs to give them something they don't already have, and that often is is, is a consequence of talking to the people who really know the subject experts to say, okay, what are the nuggets of information that will really make a difference to the learner? And dragging those out of a subject expert can be you know, it can be a, quite a process to achieve that. Um, so if you're going to develop a, a marketing tool with e-learning, don't ignore the fact that it also needs to be effective learning because that's the value you're going to give to the client. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the learner, the person who's going to go through that course needs to come out of the other end feeling that they've got really good value for money. Or if, if it's been given free, they also want to get the, the feeling that they've got really good value, value for what they've done, for the time they've spent. If they feel they've got value, they'll, they'll, they'll value your brand and they're more likely to become a repeat customer. Just one final question, Richard. Is there, I mean, when companies produce e-learning material, am I right in thinking that most of the time they, they, they would sell that for a fee? Or is there merit in, in giving it away purely on the basis of it will increase PR, increase you know, potential client loyalty? What, what, what approach do companies normally take? I think, you know, in traditionally, obviously, e-learning companies, you know, develop e-learning for, for, for you know, as a product um, and, and charge it. If it's going to be, you know, if it's about, for example, uh, data protection, you develop a data protection product and you sell it to your clients. However, if you're going to use e-learning as a marketing tool, 
clearly you want to identify what, what services have you got, what products have you got that you need to, to educate your client base about. And obviously in that context, it may well be that you, you put together a shorter e-learning course, perhaps only 20 minutes or 10 minutes, that really gets across the nuggets of information, and you give that mm. to them free. Because again, yeah. you're, you know, you're rewarding them, you're giving them something of value that they want, and because they've been rewarded, they will feel more, uh, they'll feel warmer, they'll feel more brand loyalty towards you. Absolutely. Well, there's some great information there, Richard. Thank you very much. So basically, in summary, you know, companies can consider e-learning as a, a serious part of their e-marketing campaign. And uh, I'm presuming it can be a great lead generator, Richard. I think it is. I think, you know, the, it, it's one of those things that, um, you know, going back to what I said earlier about people thinking about e-learning as being boring, I think the other side of that is that people do have very powerful learning experiences. And, you know, they it is something that is durable. It's something that they, you know, they perhaps engage with the learning, the learning process is something that people engage with over a number of months and years. And, mm. you know, marketing can be ephemeral. So I think the, the advantages of e-learning is that it's something that can be around for, for, for a number of months or years. It's something that people buy into. For example, we're seeing things like, you know, community websites opening up where, you know, consumers with learners who are engaging together as a community of learning. And, you know, discussing products, discussing services, and, and really kind of feeling part of that kind of community brand. And I think that's something that also is going to become an increasing part of the kind of the community around a product or service. I think that's something that we're going to talk about more in a, in a future podcast. Interesting stuff. Richard Middleton, thank you so much for that. And um, that's it for internet marketing this time. And remember, please do subscribe. And if you can go into iTunes and leave a comment on the series, we would very much appreciate that. Any questions too? Is it info at academyinternet.co.com? I think it is, isn't it? It is. I believe it is, yes. I believe it is. That's info at academyinternet.com. Yep. Any information or feedback that you require. Have a great time and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Thank you very much. Internet Marketing was brought to you by summitsolutions.co.uk. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.